The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Under Medicare for all, we cover all basic health care needs, so they're not going to be there to do that. I suppose if you want to work on that nose, uh, they can do that. So but basically, Blue Cross Blue Shield would be reduced to nose jobs. Something like that. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. God rest her soul, and uh, um, although she's, wait, your mom's still, your mom's still alive as your dad passed. God bless her soul. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me... Um, up here. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Saturday to you here. You've got the Financial Guys and the Financial Guys Radio Network. We have a jam-packed show lined up for you today. Lots of crazy stuff in the news. We're going to talk debates. We're going to talk President Trump and Melania have diagnosed with COVID. We're going to talk about Governor Cuomo in the second hour and if you haven't heard this uh, interview, he was doing a press conference, I guess, virtually, and somebody from one of the radio stations asked him the questions, and he goes off for eight minutes. It, you will throw up in your lap if you haven't heard this interview, so you are yeah. not going to want to miss this. And, uh, and, be, and believe it or not, CNN actually picked up the story and I ran know. with it. You know the lie is bad. I know. They'll bury that quick. Right? Oh, it'll, it'll be yeah. off. Yeah, you know, be they got to do the obligatory because his brother works yeah. there. Just, hey, see, we, we, we're, right. we're unbiased, but uh, I'm sure they'll move on from that. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't forget about our, uh, our uh, Erie County executive in our flagship office. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, not maskless twice, by the way. They caught him again with it hanging out <laughs> with his buddies. So. Look, we it's all smashed. know that everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's yeah. doing the same thing. And I don't fault him for going golfing with his buddies. That's no. not the problem, right? The no. problem is the hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, right? Oh. I don't fault Nancy Pelosi for getting her hair done. I fault Nancy Pelosi for locking everybody else out and shutting down the businesses of salons yeah. so nobody else can make a well, living or get their hair done. These liberals have destroyed thousands and thousands of businesses, businesses that have been around for decades. And I'll tell you what, you do that. You destroy businesses like that on a flu that has a death rate normal less than the normal flu. You better damn well make sure you have a mask on when you're sleeping. I will say this, though. For Biden, this could be deadly. For Biden, in all honesty, if you're over seven, if you're Biden's age, 78, you've got like a 2% chance as opposed uh, uh, to a 03 Biden yeah, I, is so frail, he gets winded <laughs> walking to the podium. Seriously. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. When we had those, when we played those interviews of those frontline doctors on, mm-hmm. and they were talking about, you know, the difference in treating this stuff, right? In the beginning, it was ventilator, ventilator, ventilator. And then they realized that ventilators yeah. are not what actually fixes people. Right. It's hydrochloroquine. And we had yeah. a few doctors on that were talking about the fact that they had 300 and something patients that all were COVID positive, mm-hmm. many with pre-existing conditions, mm-hmm. and they were absolutely fine with hydrochloroquine. I act, he, he'd be fine as well. Look, at the fact of the matter is we lose people every year from mm-hmm. all kinds of things. And yes, the flu. 
People mm-hmm. pass away from the flu. You mm-hmm. cannot live your lives with masks and shutting everything down and assume that there's not going to be any consequences from it. And there's going to be huge consequences. Well, from the thing it. is, and, it, does, it hasn't made no difference. I mean, no, the lockdowns no, and the no masks. And when you look and, at state by state or country by country, it's not yeah. made any difference. Yeah. Let, let me let me let me predict what's going to happen with Donald Trump. What what is happening to 99.9 percent of people with COVID? And that's where it is, by the way, because most people. If if Donald Trump was not the president, if if it was Donald Trump and Trump. Re- Real estate, he would not have even gotten tested. He would never even have known he'd had it, right? And and so now we know. And we, by the way, who called this? Oh yeah, we did months ago. We said high counts, low death rates. Why isn't high Biden counts, getting tested? Low death rates. Why isn't high, Why isn't Biden getting tested? Maybe he is. I don't no, know. He, they said no. They, that, no. He was asked if uh, he's like, no, I haven't had a test. Yeah. How is that possible? How, How is I, Trump getting tested every day and he's not being tested at all? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's more important. He's the president, right? <laughs> well, that's true. But I would think that Biden would want to be. You know, he's hiding his basement. He's got a face mask, as Trump said accurately during debate. That's the size of like a helmet. Like, what did yeah. he say? Yeah. It was. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that debate was awesome. It, I don't hilarious. care what anybody says. Everybody's <laughs> bashing that debate. Oh, my, you know, how unprofessional. Well, Give me a break. Yeah, well, they, they I, if you want to stay unprofessional, that's Chris Wallace, man. Wallace went right after that's him. That's Wallace, and, right? Yes. Wallace went right after him, and Donald Trump said, am I debating you or am I debating right? him? Accurately right? so. So the gloves were off in about two seconds. We knew where Wallace stood. And you know what? President Trump is not the kind of guy that's just going to sit and take a beating. Mm-hmm. He's going to punch mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he punched back the right way. He got Biden off his game. I heard Bellavia talking about this the other day. Uh, he said, uh, look, at he, the left-wing radical base, which is his fired-up base, that's who gets fired up and goes shows up for Joe Biden. It's the people who say, we're going to support the Green New Deal. We're going to stop flying airplanes. We're going to stop letting you drive your cars. And, uh, and, and he lost those people, right? He lost them, right? Hey, by the way, he also lost the people who would de- want to defund the police. He almost got him to say <laughs> law almost. enforcement. <laughs> right? Almost. But he did almost. say, I don't want to defund the police, right? So, so there yes. goes that base. So you're right. And and that's where I think people, you have to understand the difference between tactics and strategy. Okay. Yes. Sometimes Trump does not have the best of tactics. I'm a lot that way in a similar fashion, right? I'm the, I'm the kick the door open. You know, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> burst into the room and start breaking stuff. You know, before I assess the situation. And Trump sometimes is the same thing. You break a lot of eggs doing that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it it is a style that is a New York City kind of style, and yep. it works for him. It works for me. I have to be honest with you. I've, yeah. I've mellowed throughout the years, of course. But you know, there's people have different styles, right? Some people are more, you know, uh, uh, negotiators, right? I, I see Pence's that way. Pence being the, sure. you know, the calm, collected negotiator. You, you know, uh, who I saw uh, that know. way, Glenn? I don't mean to interrupt you. No, here's, no. here's who I saw that way. Mitt Romney and John McCain, and they both got yeah. their butts kicked. Well, th- th- well, here's the thing. You know why? Because uh, of Obama. Obama is a brawler, right? Yeah. Obama is That's a right. brawler. We right. have Trump because of Obama. Yeah. We don't have Trump because of Bush. We don't have Trump because of Bill Clinton. We've got a brawler because for eight years, the Democrats, Maxine Waters was literally for calling. If you see them in a gasoline station, in a department, even before that, they were getting in conservative faces. They were they were punched on a daily basis. They were saying things yep. openly. If yeah. I, I'd like to take him behind, I would punch him in the mouth. I would do, you know, yeah. it was violence, violence, violence. So the, the right's response to this was, and especially after eight years of Bush, eight years of Bush and eight years of Obama is exactly what led to, to Trump. Because yes. Bush got punched in the mouth on a daily basis and yep. stood there and got and, and got kicked in the face every single day yep. and never once took a shot back. 
That's why we have Trump, folks. We have Trump because he's speaking for half of the American population. And when some of these news anchors, by the way, I'm going to play a clip for you that's just disgusting, goes, well, the former, the retired assistant director of the FBI says, well, we can't let people pick their own candidates. We got to have a government commission of some sort because <laughs> obviously we made a huge mistake here. How insulting is that to the 50 plus a million Americans that still support and voted for Donald Trump and the probably more than that this time around that will vote for him again? Well, this, to this say is, that they made a mistake? How dare you? This is a base election, Glenn. It's a ba- it's not. There's Absolutely. nobody that's undecided right now. I, I, I really I mean, look at uh, one out of what every like 16 million might be undecided. Yeah. You really know at this point whether you mm-hmm. want the country to go more towards socialism. Right. Yeah. And defunding the police and, and lawlessness or you want to have somebody who hopefully is going to support free market capitalism and and get us back on a lawful track. Right? Well, right That's there. You, and, well, and you if, you don't know, if you don't, if you don't know the difference, mm-hmm. then then you're then there's something wrong, mentally wrong with you, right? This this is already decided. We don't need you could vote tomorrow, you could vote 4 weeks from now. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see where it all shapes but, up. But, I really believe if they don't cheat, most people want yeah. a lawful, yeah, safe place absolutely. to live. Yeah. Well, he did a good job of that. But back up just for a second, Mike, because what you just said was exactly what Trump needs to be doing in the campaign message. And that is highlight the difference between socialism and what that yep. brings yep. and free market capitalism and draw that line. He yep. did a good line on the law, uh, do a job on the law enforcement side, but he needs to do a much better line, a job on the on the economic side of yep. things. Right. Yep. And I think he pictures needs to, of Venezuela. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, he needs to yep. do that. That's an opportunity he's got right now. He's yep. going to have 10 or 14 days in quarantine to tweet his butt off. And I yep. hope he, he should be sending out pictures of, here's Venezuela, here's what socialism does. Ask yep. Joe. Hey, guys <laughs> in the media. He should be tagging the media in those tweets. Hey, media, yeah. ask Joe Biden if it's, here's a picture of Antifa. Here's their flag. Here's him smashing a guy in the head with a, with a baseball bat. Ask Joe if this is an idea. If he does that, then I think he could actually win this wall in quarantine. So yeah. let's take a quick break, and we'll come back on the other side and talk more about this. I've got some clips, of course. We'll play some clips. There's some classic clips. I mean, yes. again, I, I would have liked to have not as many interruptions. I'd like to hear what they each had to say, but we'll, we'll talk more about that and play some of the clips, I think, and some of the big wins. But to your point, I think from a strategy standpoint, yeah, I think Trump won. A no, long-term strategy it. standpoint. Totally buried. All right. Uh, if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. We're going to talk a little bit of money throughout the show as well today. Obviously, pretty volatile markets here. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. That's 833-FIN-GUYS. Or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. All right. Very short break. You've got the Financial Guys. I'm Glenn Wiggle here with Mike Lomas. We'll be right back on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. We've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. And we're talking debates here a little bit today. This is a place, of course, where money meets politics. Uh, volatile markets still, a little bit of a recovery. We'll talk a little bit about the markets in the latter half of this hour. Um, you know, clearly, markets a bit rattled with the diagnosis of Trump and Melania, uh, President Trump and Melania being diagnosed as COVID positive. However, I do believe that with, you know, Trump is as strong. I mean, he sleeps four hours a night. He works 18 hours a day. He's strong as an ox. And uh, I think he'll, he'll be able to get through this just fine. And but, I think that will turn to a positive, to be honest mo- with you. Most people with pre-existing conditions, as long as they're treated properly, are fine. Mm-hmm. This is... Uh, and I, I don't think me, he really has any, right? Outside nah, of being I, a little bit maybe on the heavier no, side, you no, know, this is, he's, this I wouldn't is, say he's obese. He's probably as, a little bit... As Dr. Erickson said on this show months ago, a frontline COVID doctor, he said high cases, 
low death count. Mm -hmm. High cases, low death count. Less deadly than the normal flu. Shame on the Republicans, the spineless Republicans. Guess who else has been saying this messaging is wrong for months? Yeah, we have. We have. Nailed it, right? Even the other day in the debate, uh, Biden goes, we lost 200,000 people. No, no, stop, Joe. Stop. Stop. Stop the garbage. Somebody needs to stop it. The CDC, remember the science, Joe? 6% of the 200,000 actually died of COVID. That is 12,000 people. More people died of falling down their basement stairs last year than they did of COVID. But the spineless Republicans will not stand up and stop the messaging and change the herd, right? If the if the message was true, if the if they told the truth, if the mainstream media told the truth, look at 12,000 people died of this. If you have pre-existing conditions, it's probably less deadly than normal food. Just take, you know, precautions, blah, 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 blah. That, that, that we would already be through this. We would be to herd immunity and we'd be on our way. My guess is, you know, again, Donald Trump, if he was not the president, he wouldn't have gotten tested. He would not have even known he had this deadly disease. This virus is so deadly. It's so scary. It's killing so many people that uh, you got to get tested to see if you have it. Come right. on. I, Every, right. He probably wouldn't even know if he, he had would not, not been tested. Right? He would not I guess, Hope, according, not according to the reports, uh, Hope Hicks, uh, one of his closest confidants, yeah. has spent a lot of time traveling with him as one of his yeah. Uh, yeah, she advisors. Tested positive she tested too. positive, Guess what? Yeah. This deadly flu that's killing everybody, she didn't know she had it either. I will say, oh. though, I'm telling you, with Biden, if Biden gets the common cold, it could take him out. He is so well, frail. But and I think know, that showed during the All debate. joking aside, Glenn, you nailed it, right? Like, he could get the common flu. Guess what? He, he could. could get pneumonia. He could. So every time, I had pneumonia when I was 16 years old. Guess what? I felt it for about two months. Yeah. I felt it. We didn't shut the economy down because Mike Lomas <laughs> had pneumonia, though. Right. I don't remember the restaurants all shutting down because Mike Lomas had pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I wasn't the only one in 1992 that was uh, my senior year in high school that had pneumonia i bet there was 50 100 pick the number 200,000 people probably had pneumonia that year and guess what people with pre-existing conditions died of pneumonia no way we didn't shut the economy down and kill another 20 million people to starvation or another million people to suicide this is beyond uh i, I can't say the word but i, I, I uh, because they'll, they'll beep it out but beyond ridiculous at this point how this has been handled the spineless republicans deserve it step up and start telling the truth stop them in their tracks about the truth of the about this virus because you scared the daylights out of everyday people and now you can't reverse it That's well they're the still scared the daylights had, out had of had they listened people. to us months ago and they and they messaged it right Here's the death rate. Here's what the normal flu is. We're not. We're taking. By the way, take the the body count out. All right, the people that died of motorcycle accidents, well, get them out of there. Now they've changed it. When you start to look at the numbers now, though, it's no longer about the body count. Mm-hmm. Now it's about the case count. Yes, it's, it's about the case cases, count. All case these cases, count. right? Case so, count. And it, that should be a positive thing, folks. You people, All these people have it, and they don't know they have it. Guess what? It's not deadly. It's not as deadly as we thought. Well, Rand right? Paul, Dr. Rand Paul has been, he's one of the only doctors in Congress that I know of, has been, has been actually tweeting out a lot of articles. I've been sending uh, some and yeah. forwarding them on. And he's been citing some doctors that have been saying flat out that, look, we've been studying the numbers, and the lockdowns, and the and the the face masks are actually causing higher mortality rates. When you yes. look at the states like New York, Como's out there. I don't want to jump the gun here because I don't. I want to tease it, and not not yep. give away the cat. Como is a, a, the, the way he's twisting the facts. Mm. You cannot deny the facts 
no. that New York State has the highest death toll in the country. What he says in this interview, and you got to stay tuned for the next hour because, again, you will throw up on your shoes, folks. What he says, well, we actually are ranked 46th. 46th in the country for deaths in nursing homes as compared to the total. That's because you killed so many people. That's right. So many people. (laughs) 30 some odd thousand people you killed. That's right. Okay, I don't want to jump to God. We'll get to that in the next hour. But that's an eight minute video. We may have to play the whole thing. We won't play the whole thing, but it's it's so good. If we were head of communications in the White House four months ago, this virus would be over. It would be over. Every day, we would have changed the, the count to. Actual deaths, as opposed yeah. to well, we'd be uh, managing di- it, right? With COVID. We'd be well. Here's dying what we with here's COVID. what would be happening, right? And this is what should be happening. We would be living with it as normally as we can, while managing it to make sure that our hospitals don't get overwhelmed. That was the initial goal: was yep. to make sure that we didn't overwhelm the healthcare system. We no- nobody ever agreed to will change society forever, right? That's what they're talking about now. That's we right. could never go back to normal. Never, all the never. all the articles we could. I'm telling you what, either we go back to normal or I live like a hermit on my property in the woods. No joke. I am (laughs) not going to go around in in New York or any other place, you know, having to have a vaccine certificate, having to wear a mask, having to be told how I can interact in a restaurant, having to be told what direction I have to follow lines and arrows on a floor in a supermarket. These are all the most ridiculous things that, honest to gosh, I mean, kindergartens, uh, uh, kindergartners. I I saw I saw they were probably junior or seniors in high school. There was, you know, the band. Yeah. And uh, there's, you know, I don't know, 40 or 50 of them up on stage. They're all wearing masks with holes in them and, and blowing. This is the f- dumbest thing, right? Uh, I mean, if cavemen have more common sense. Honestly, right. Yeah. The whole idea, I guess, according to the science, according to what they say, is if you wear a mask and you're and you're you're protecting other people because you're expelling your as you're breathing, you're expelling potentially yeah, the virus or and the mask maybe cuts that. it down. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess is there a filter inside of the flute then? Is it how does that work? I, I mean, yeah. h- talk about just stupidity. 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 I mean, come on, By the way, folks. Florida opened sense. up a week ago. Deaths counts are, are way down. Way down. Thank God. I mean, way down. So Governor DeSantis came out and basically said, you know, we're not going to – He executive order said no fines, no shutdowns, yep. none of that crap for, for violations you, you of masks. You want to wear a mask. Things, fine. God bless if you. If you want to be go. a restaurant that puts makes people yep. wear masks, that's your prerogative. Yep. But the, we're not going to allow the county or the city or the town to fine you if you have somebody in your restaurant that walks wait, to their table without a mask. Fine. Just just like, the, just like the studies we pointed out with the mask, in an, uh, in an emergency room, they are actually worse for you than they are better, right? The reason is is because you touch COVID, right? You grab your cup of coffee. Yeah, then you mess then with you your mask. Put, then you put your mask on with your hands as, right. you, uh, as you touch your mask, right. right? And then you have the COVID in your mask, and you breathe it in for 20 right. minutes as exactly. you walk through the department store, right? right. How about this, Mike? You, you shove it in Ugh. your pocket along with your car keys and yeah. your wallet that has been everywhere, right. right? I mean, It falls on the it's just, floor. It falls on the floor. My, you pick I, it up. And my wife will breathe. So I, I open up Amy's car the other day, and like two Three of them fall are on out. the floor. <laughs> yeah, they're on the floor. <laughs> yeah. right. and, Look, and, um, just... and Amy's like, Amy, she does, she's just not confrontational, right? She's yeah. just going to wear the mask because she, right, right. she's not like me. You know, She yeah. doesn't enjoy getting in fights and educating right. people about how dumb they are. Um, but but, uh, but I, she, they're, they're all over her floor. I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, Like, what, what are you going to get? You're not going to get COVID right. probably, but right. you will get everything Something. else yeah, on yeah. her floor. Exactly, yeah. whatever you're walking around. Anyway, yeah. let's play some clips from the debate because, yeah. honestly, there's some really there's some doozies. And I think Trump did a, a really good job in um, when he did have an opportunity. And, again, you could criticize Trump all you want from jumping in and being a little bit too aggressive. I think he came in maybe a little bit too amped up if he had dialed it back a little bit. 
But again, he's a New York City guy. And of course, when you're getting beat up by the moderator, he was interrupted by Chris Wallace. I would say as much as he was interrupting Joe Biden or Chris yeah. Wallace. And he, by the way, he was right to say, I guess I'm debating you now, Chris. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. He was he, 100% right on that, and that was an absolutely uh, accurate comment. And his, Chris Wallace his, and Fox News should be ashamed of themselves. They his really base should. that needs to be fired up, Glenn, does not want Mitt Romney. His base that no, gets fired exactly. up does not want John McCain. They want Donald Trump. They're that's sick right. and tired of watching cities like Portland burn down, and they want somebody who's going to come in and actually be a man yep. and, and, and say We're enough is enough. Right? I think a lot and of that's people where are Donald Trump like was that yesterday. Too. And Donald, I think, Trump, yeah. Donald Trump was pissed off yesterday. He's pissed off because he sees these left-wing liberal cities with their graduation yeah. rates at 25%. Yep. He sees these left-wing liberal cities on fire. He sees them blaming the police officers mm-hmm. instead of the actual criminals. And he went in there street fighting saying, you know what, enough is enough. Yep. And guess what? His base, I don't care what anybody says, his base left there going, spot on, man. Good yep. for you. Go out swinging. I loved it. I think he actually, no matter what the pundits say, you know, well, I don't think it, it, he's changed anybody's minds last night. I don't know about that, or, or to whatever night it was, Tuesday night. I don't know about that. I think that Biden looked really weak. I think that yeah, Biden looked weak. really frail. A frail. He is weak. I think that if, if Chris Wallace was at all uh, an equal moderator, I think that, look, if you're going to ask Joe, uh, President Trump about a white supremacist, then you must turn to Joe Biden and say, let's talk about Antifa. Oh, Antifa's an idea. Yeah. Honestly, let's talk sir. About, let's talk about seriously, when he how about says Joe's that, race record? How but, about Joe's race record? But you got to go back to that, though, and say, wait a minute, Joe. Are you telling me that all these, these windows being smashed, these cities being burned, and, and Minneapolis and Portland and, and, and California and Baltimore. Are you telling me that's that's just uh, an idea? Seriously, Joe? <laughs> right. Can you expand on that? Who exactly <laughs> do you believe these people are then if they're not Antifa? They're carrying yeah. flags, Joe, that say Antifa. Yeah. I mean, are that, is that an idea? I mean, he should have pressed him on it and not let him off of it. But anyway, yeah. let's play a quick clip from uh, one of the positive things, and we'll take a quick break and come back with more on the All other right. side here. This is, um, this is President Trump, and uh, this is not the best audio uh, clip of this, but it'll work. I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American population community, you have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 1990, and that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time, because they saw what you did. You call them super predators, and you've called them worse than that, because you look back at your testimony over the... And he was absolutely right about that, yeah. and there is all busing? kinds of... What about his record on busing? Well, yeah. I, that's what Wallace should have asked him. Hey, remember when you talked about, right. you know, uh, uh, the separation on the bus? Remember that, Joe? Remember, remember, remember voting on that and, and pushing forward on that? Yep. I mean, he's got the biggest dirtbag record when it comes he to does. racism, and the, and the, and these, and uh, of course, CNN and everybody else does. The, Wallace, that, come on, go talk about what this guy actually yep. said decades ago, right? Yep. There were some funny lines, though, man. When we said, Joe, you didn't even know what college you went to. Joe, I love yeah. that, man. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll talk about that on the other side. I've got some great. He also corrects him. He goes, one, three. He goes, you're on number two, Joe. And he keeps going. (laughs) We'll play that on the other side. Stay tuned. You've got the financial guys. You're not going to want to miss these clips on the other side of the break on the financial guys radio network. You're listening to the financial guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. We've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas. We're on the Financial Guys Radio Network. And again, this is the place where money meets politics. We're kind of recapping a little bit of the debate. We're going to talk about Como in the next hour. You won't believe the interview that he, or the answer, I guess, to a question uh, posed by a, a radio host, which I was shocked that he even answered. But uh, you do, will not want to miss that. We're going to play more clips, of course, in this segment as well. But we'll talk a little bit of money throughout this segment and the next, uh, throughout the remainder of this hour. I'm going to play some more clips as well. We've got Mike Sparaza on the Homeowners on Auto side is going to join us a little bit. And, of course, if you need us throughout the week, you can always uh, use us as a resource. You can reach us at the office Monday through Friday at 833-FIN-GUYS, F-I-N-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS. Or you can go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. I will remind everybody that we are still doing TFG Virtual Academies. And uh, we also have some in-person as well. We are going to be uh, reopening uh, t- uh, 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 Medicare, Medicare Mondays. Thank yep. you, Mike. I know we've got a couple uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. We are very, very limited in capacity. We are keeping it to one-third of our normal capacity. Normally, I think we hold about 45. I think we're, we're capping it at 15. Uh, it will also be virtual, so you could uh, watch it from the comfort of your living room as well. But if you are dying to get out and about, uh, we are going to have that in person at our office. So, again thefinancialguys.com or 833-FINGUYS. I also want to mention that, especially given the market volatility, the timing on this is perfect. October 28th is our stock market and economic quarterly update. Last quarter in June, we had, I think, about 350 people on the call. It is open to the public. You are welcome to join us and listen in as uh, Mike and I interview our investment committee and go through an overall economic and stock market update. As uh, most of you know that are regular listeners, we have an investment committee for our sister company, Independent Solutions, with 180 years of investment experience. We will be featuring our two CFAs, Chartered Financial Analyst John Thur and Paul Meeks, along with our money managers, uh, Dave Mariocker and and Dan Neiman, who is our chief investment officer. So you're not going to want to miss that. October 28th uh, at 6.15. Go to our website again at thefinancialguys.com for information. Mike, before the break, we were uh, going through some of these clips. I went back while, while uh, during the break there and um, was just kind of watching the beginning because I wanted to see. I heard some news outlets say, you know, Biden was the first to interrupt. And I wanted to go back and see. And, in fact, he actually was. And for all of those people out there saying Trump was he, – he should never interrupted. Yep. I just want to just play this as who set the tone. The very first question was about the Supreme Court. President Trump got to go first. He gave his two-minute answer. It went to Joe Biden. Joe Biden gave his two-minute answer. President Trump did not interrupt Joe Biden. And then after Joe Biden finished, it went back to Trump, and he said the following, which Joe Biden then interrupted. Let me play this clip. For four years. We're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate. We have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period mm-hmm. of time. During that period. Right there. There you go. Right there is the there very first interruption. First swing. The first, first swing. swing, right? So there's number one. Trump Mainstream gets popped media forgot that. There's one. Mainstream, by the way, <laughs> Trump was exactly right with that, right? You, we, as, as Obama it's said, right. elections have consequences, right. right? And guess what? They do. And, and the, many people, by the way, disliked Trump's demeanor, but they voted for him because they wanted to keep the courts, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. If he loses the biggest accomplishment, It'll last for a lifetime. Decades and decades to come, right? And he talked about this in the debate, by the way. They left a lot of open vacancies in the courts, right? So he was really, when you talk about if there's one thing that President Trump did for us, it was to uh, secure the courts, which could be huge in securing the foundation of this country for the next hundred years. No doubt. Huge. This was probably my favorite clip. 
where he's in, a, he's in the midst of an argument. And so it just gives you a real glimpse of how fast Donald Trump's brain is working. Yeah. Because he's he's fighting. He's arguing with Chris By Wallace. Way, he No notes. <laughs> Trump shows up with no, no notes. notes. Nothing. Right. Uh, did you see? They, they accidentally a few times showed. I mean, literally, he had cards everywhere, Biden. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it was everywhere. All written down. It was Which all is fine. Down. Right. I'm not yeah. I'm not criticizing him for that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, when you look at how smart because I, I, I might have done that too. go into debate. Sure. I That's like okay. when we give speeches all the time, I'll write a bunch of notes down because I know I'm going to forget to talk about them. Yeah. And I know they're important to the people. And I don't want to leave. there going, darn it. I should have mentioned this. Right. So I'm not criticizing him for that but the fact that trump shows up with nothing is really amazing i also want to point out that president trump did not call joe biden a single derogatory name however joe biden called the president a clown he said shut up man <laughs> he, he and it, at the beginning of the debate he said how are you man he called the president <laughs> man. man but that's president that, that that's presidential material seriously right that's yeah yeah so let me play this because this is this this blue clip here just a quick 15 second clip <laughs> so trump is in the midst of arguing with chris wallace because chris wallace can't keep his mouth shut so yeah. he's fighting both fronts right he's he's debating yeah. chris wallace he's debating joe biden joe biden's trying to make a point and tries to jump from one right to three and trump corrects him this is hilarious <laughs> love this whoops sorry yeah, before COVID. Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in the hole. Excuse me. Stop that. Can you stop that right there? They said it would take. No, you were number two. That's the best. Manufacturing went in the hole. He's alive. First of all, manufacturing, we were told by Obama, could never come back. And guess what? They cut the corporate tax rates, set some of the deregulated, some of the garbage that Obama did through executive order. And lo and behold, we had a record amount of manufacturing jobs coming back here. It's totally untrue. Disgusting that Wallace wouldn't call him out there and say, Joe, look at, I got to be honest with you. Here's the numbers. We were at 3% unemployment rates. We would have been at negative unemployment rates had we stopped yeah. the, the massive amount of welfare out there and letting people sit at home for free and actually you know, force them to go get an education. But listen to this clip again. I'm going to play this clip again because he, he he's arguing with Chris Wallace. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. he's literally... He's yeah, debating Wallace. He's, he's got, debating two Wallace on, here, Two right? on one and it's still not fair. It's two on two one, one, one and it's still not fair. He's, yeah, he's still beating yeah. him, right? Let me play this. So this is just 15 seconds and it's just classic because in the middle of it, he just has to correct him. He can't help himself. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, before COVID? Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing two. went in the hole. Excuse number me, one. Chris. Wait. Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would they, take. They, no, you're number two. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. No, you're number two. Don't you dare go to number three. He can't even go from one to. No. He's like A. Two. It must have, his cards must have got muffled up there. <laughs> All right, let's check in with Mike Sparazza and talk a little bit of homeowners and auto. And uh, Mike is certainly you're a lot more coherent than our uh, potential presidential candidate uh, Joe Biden here. Tell us about what's going on in the uh, wonderful world of homeowners and auto. Yeah, no, we're staying busy here. We had a had a big day yesterday. We actually met with two separate people. One was a uh, a couple and a child. We saved over nine hundred dollars. We gave them four times the coverage. Wow. And. Uh, you're you know, turning into an old man because I'm assuming a child is like 16. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I love that, man. Get off my it's lawn. so funny because Mike's like our our son, right? He's like in his well, late 20s now, mid 20s, yeah. and it's so funny because I'm starting to sound like my dad, right? Yes. Where I'm like, you oh, know, yeah. back in the day, right? Well, you're getting there, buddy. I, 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 called, I called like a 29 year old kid the other day. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so and then we had another one yesterday, uh, a single female. 
uh, in her 70s, and we saved her over $400. Again, slightly increased coverage, but for her, $400 meant a real lot, and it was, it was good to do that for her. So Yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, why would you not? You know, you can shop over 25 companies to save money, whether it's your homeowners, your yeah. boat, your old classic car, yep. your home. Been helping a lot of folks, by the way, that are transitioning down to states that welcome their money, like Florida. I mean, at least once a day, somebody calls our office and says, I have a condo in Florida, I have a home in Florida. You know, can you help me shop to try to save me money there? Or I'm, I bought this house, I'm going to be going to Florida. We got one this week from the relocating to Jacksonville. So. Yep, and there was one with four cars in Florida and a home for us. So, I mean, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of traffic down there, and I don't think that's going to be the last state we go into down south because I was meeting with a client yesterday, and they said, well, our daughter's in Virginia. We might be moving down to Virginia soon, so... Well, you're going to be like us, Mike. I mean, we're licensed in like 40-some-odd states because our clients have left New York and have gone to Tennessee, Carolina, Florida, Arizona, Texas. I mean, it's amazing. So you'll end up in the same position we are, licensed in half the country because you've started in New York, and that's what happens. It was funny. The other day you uh, were quoting somebody, and you actually did it in exactly 14 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was was one of my better ones. One of my lines is give you 14 minutes and let you shop over 25 companies to save money, and you said it was exactly 14 minutes. I made sure I let them know I was right on the money, too. So it's 14 exactly it was a 9 to a 914 so i was right on the money there yeah and folks look at you know when you're looking at your overall planning budget i mean this should be part of what you do throughout the year you know as your renewals come due you know shop i mean so many people are stuck with that old mom and pop insurance agent that you know you used to go down and you could pay in cash down on the corner but i mean it's time to shop these 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 rates right and those companies have changed too i mean mm-hmm. a lot of the companies you're shopping are those old school companies that you know had one insurance agent yep. and you know but a lot of people have had the policy there for 10 years guess what folks they're not calling you saying hey we've been overcharging you for 10 years they're not going to do it i had one yesterday or not yesterday excuse me a couple days ago and they said you know i just can't believe they would just keep charging me more and more and i said believe it, it. they they will mm-hmm. and it's not it's not like the insurance company's doing anything wrong it's just that's their rate structure and that's where it goes and that's why you have to work with somebody who's on top of that and will shop it to make sure that doesn't happen after 10, 15, 20 years. That's right. Yep. So. 833-FIN-GUYS, by the way. 833-FIN-GUYS. A lot of folks calling from our Rochester office for help, our, of course, our Western New York office, and down in South Florida. We have offices in Palm Beach and Jupiter area. So, But we can help you anywhere. When it comes to insurance, we can do a simple Zoom meeting, too. So if you're turning in online, we're on iHeartRadio, radio.com. Folks are calling in from you know Jacksonville, as I said, listening to us on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. We can help you. You're out, you know, Pennsylvania area. We yep. can help you. And a lot of folks, even in Western New York, a lot of folks like to come in and see you. But other folks just say, "Hey, send me a Zoom link. Let's talk through the computer." They can actually show, see you shopping it, right? Yep. See you shopping it online. So I can, at the end of the, you know, once we're done with the quoting process, I can flip my screen and I can show them exactly. Here's where you are. Here's your top three or four. They can see it. They can see what the numbers look like, and then we can go further. In there. Yeah. yeah, folks, it's so easy. A liberal could do it. Eight three three Finn guys. Give uh, Mike Spraza and his team fourteen minutes and let them shop over twenty five companies. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. All right. In the next segment, we'll play more clips for you, and uh, we'll answer a couple of questions. I, I got a question uh, via Twitter, and normally I don't like to answer them on Twitter because. Obviously, that's it's hard with you know limited characters, but it's a good question, and I want to answer it here on the air, and uh, and then I will we'll tweet back to that individual the uh, the segment when it's complete because I think it'll be uh, it's a great question. I think a lot of people are concerned about. So stay tuned for that. Of course, we're going to play more uh, debate clips as well, and then in the next hour, you cannot miss if you have not heard. 
what Como said this week. It will make you so angry and so sick. You're not going to want to miss that in the next hour as well. All right, if you need us throughout the week, again, 833-FIN-GUYS or thefinancialguys.com. Don't forget about our upcoming economic and markets update on October 28th at 6.15. Again, go to our website at thefinancialguys.com for information and to sign up. That is a virtual event, and I look forward to seeing you there. All right, very short break. You've got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back, everybody. You've got The Financial Guys right here on The Financial Guys Radio Network. I'm Glenn Wiggle here with Mike Lomas, and we have been here on the air for 20-plus years giving financial advice and taking calls and questions and really talking about a lot of politics and how politics influences the stock market and the economy. Certainly we're seeing that now. You've had a lot of volatility in just the last week, and, and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of it's with the uncertainty of who the next president is. And I'm going to play some clips uh, from the debate. I'm going to play a Reagan clip as well at some point. But I wanted to get to this question uh, because I think it's a really good question. This comes from uh, uh, somebody on our Twitter feed. And thank you. You can always, by the way, ask us questions or shoot us, you know, follow us on the, all these social media platforms. We're active on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, our podcast. We're doing a lot of stuff. So make sure you go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, for all of those different media links. But this comes from Joe in Rochester. He says, I reside here in Rochester, New York, and I'm very concerned about my 401k plan if Biden wins the election. I'm looking for advice, any suggestions. And we've heard this a lot, Mike. A lot of people going, oh, my God, what if Biden wins? What's your yeah. advice, and, and, and what are your thoughts? Well, and we've been saying this forever. It's not about Biden or Trump. It's about a fair election. If there's a fair election and a peaceful transfer of power, the markets will figure out and rally behind the sectors they feel that are going to benefit from from that uh, that win. So I'll give you an example. During Obama, the healthcare stocks did really well. Why? Because they were giving a lot of money to the healthcare companies, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's definitely going to be a stock picker's market, which means that if you're using mutual funds or money managers, you really got to do some research to figure out what they're buying you. And and I also think you got to look at, you know, companies that don't have a lot of debt, not a lot of leverage, right? I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a scary time economically, regardless of who's in. I mean, the spineless Republicans will not tell the truth about COVID. The truth, folks, is that 6% of 200,000 people died. Does every one of those 12,000 lives matter? You bet you. Is that even close to what we were told? No, we were told millions were going to die, right? So the fact of the matter is, uh, unless the Republicans change the story on this, we're still going to continue to see restaurants go out of business and right. economic damage. And I would tell you this, I'd be very careful about a lot of sectors, right? There's going to be sectors out there that are going to not, that are going to continue to struggle, right? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be maybe the cruise lines or, yeah. or, the, or the restaurant retail. industry, right? The yeah. airline industry, right? So, but you can't deny that Walmart, the longer this thing goes on, the bigger Amazon gets, the longer yep. it goes on, the bigger Walmart gets, the longer mm -hmm. it goes on, the bigger Target gets, right? So right. there's going to be winners out there. I've been saying our, our office is growing, folks. Why? Because a lot of financial planners have been hiding from this. Mm -hmm. They've used it as an excuse They're to closed. take off for the last six months. They're yeah. closed. They're closed. Right? So people are calling us going, hey, you know what? We had, honestly, we had three calls last week from people. And the, Mike Sparazzo, who we just had on last segment, said three people called in and said they had to get help from Mike Sparazzo, who's not their insurance agent, because their insurance agent was closed hiding from COVID. Yeah, right? MIA. Now, who's going to win from well, that? Mike's hiding from win COVID from that, or right? hiding on the golf course? Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, using COVID <laughs> as an excuse to hide from yeah. it. Right. But there's going to be winners. I would say that, you know, look at uh, uh, long term. And that's what that's what the key is with this kind of stuff. Road. But you got to take a long term perspective on a short-term election. And what I mean by that, and I know we've said this a bunch of times, 
the subprime mortgage market was created by Bill Clinton. And if you sold stocks the day he created the subprime mortgage market, you would have missed out on all kinds of opportunities. Did the subprime mortgage market come back to bite us? You bet. It was decades after he mm -hmm. walked away, right? right? Uh, the Community Reinvestment Act, did that hurt us? You it was uh, under a Carter, supercharged under Clinton, blew up years later, right? Did that hurt us? Absolutely. Is what If Joe Biden wins, is he going to push a left-wing social agenda that's going to hurt us? Yes. Is it going to hurt us in, in right away? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe sometimes mm -hmm. those Obamacare. Oh, he, they, those dirtbags put all the cost in yeah. Obamacare after they left office, mm -hmm. right? They knew that that was a garbage plan. They knew it was going to hurt, mm -hmm. and they knew it was going to cost people money. But they did it anyways and backloaded it. Oh, we'll pay for it later, well after we're right. out of office. Exactly. Right? So, so you just got to be careful about that. Do you really think you know Biden wins that we're not going to go to Walmart? The markets will settle down. They'll rally. I think in the short term there's going to be volatility, and we've been saying that forever. Mm -hmm. You don't make panic wholesale changes, subtle adjustments along the way, have a more balanced approach. If we do see some volatility or some downside, you buy. I mean, that's what we did in the last correction here. Well, I use our balanced model as an example. We rebalanced at around Dow 28,000. We rebalanced again at Dow 19,000, right? We bought stuff, and we we're doing it again now. We Actually, last week we were rebalancing again. So got to make those subtle changes along the way to try to take advantage of the volatility. Yeah, I think that's key, Mike. And, and for Joe, if you're, if you're listening, you know, the, the, if you're diversified already, it gives you that opportunity to rebalance. The danger is if you're not diversified already and then the markets go down and you have no dry powder. And I think that's the key is make sure your, your, your portfolio is aligned for your comfort level so that you don't get shaken out of the market when the markets are down. And then it gives you the opportunity to trigger that rebalance and take advantage of that market volatility. You can always call us at the office, Joe, and, and we're happy to help you have a further, deeper conversation. A lot also depends on your time horizon and how long you have until you're going to use that money and retire. So give us a call at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-346-4897 is how that is spelled out, 833-FIN-GUYS. Or, again, you can always go to our website and email us that way at thefinancialguys.com. All right, before the break, Mike, we were talking of you know going through some of these clips. I want to actually play a clip from a, for those that say you know and I and and you know Trump again is a New York City hard charging brawler, right? But don't tell me that somehow politics has been oh so civil in America all the way up until <laughs> yeah. President Trump, and yeah. and don't tell me that President Trump is the one. And I, I and this is where President Trump I think could do better job in the next debate. When did BLM start? When did and and by the way, Trump should be tying Trump uh, uh, Biden yeah. and asking him to denounce BLM because BLM is well, not about Black Lives anymore. When, it's a when Marxist organization. When did Baltimore go on fire? When did Baltimore right? start on fire? Exactly. Yeah. When did Antifa start? Was that under me? But so this is a clip going back to 1980. This is the debate with Ronald Reagan, and this is I'm I'm playing this clip because they're already and, and Trump is right for this. They're talking about changing the debate rules that they've already agreed to. They've already agreed to the three debate rules up front. And now the debate commission is saying, well, because of all the interference, we're going to have to change the format and shut down microphones, which I think he can still win. However, yeah. Trump has said, I am not agreeing to the changes, nor should he. But yep. for those of you, and I'm going to put this up on our Twitter feed again, at FinGuys, if you want to go grab it and share it with your friends. For those of you that have fr liberal friends or, or acquaintances that will say, well, never before has this been so uncivil. This is what happened when they tried to shut off Ronald Reagan's microphone back in 1980 during a debate. And, uh, and this is how he handled it, and rightfully so. 1980 this is. 
chair. Try to get the other candidates to leave. They don't. The fireworks begin. If we may have the first question for the question. You asked me if you could make an announcement first. And I asked you to make an announcement myself. Would the sound man please turn Mr. Reagan's mic off? Is this on? He stands up at this point. Mr. Green, did you turn on the microphone? You asked for me if you would... I am paying for this microphone, Mr. Green. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. That's why I so won't know why. Because people want a real strong leader. They don't That's want right. a wimp, right? Well, again, why did Romney lose? Why did McCain lose? You know yep. what? Because they, they backed didn't down. Go, they backed down the, every the, the, time. The, the time that Mitt Romney lost, the exact point that Mitt Romney lost was actually two points. When he said the comment about the 47% of people that don't pay taxes and he backed down. But more importantly, when, when uh, Candy Crowley from CNN said, well, you're wrong, uh, 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 Mr. Romney. Uh, President Trump never, uh, or President Obama never said that they were, uh, uh, he called him out as, uh, 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 as a terrorist attack. You're talking about yeah. the, the Benghazi uh, attack. No, oh, no, he, okay. called it out. he called it out as a, uh, he did not. Yeah. He did not call it out as a terrorist attack, actually. Romney was right. He should have stand, stood his ground. Had he done that, he would have probably actually beaten, he should have said, I am not moving on. So what Reagan did in this case is very important. This was the opening of the debate. Before the debate started, President Carter, the sitting president, the incumbent, in 1980 said, I'd like to make a statement first. And the moderator, Green in this case, allowed President Carter to make a statement. And then they went right into, and now with the first question for you, Mr. Trump, or Mr. Uh, Reagan. Reagan. And Reagan says, wait a minute now. He got (laughs) to make an opening statement. Why yep. don't I get to make an opening statement? Yep. And so, and right away, Green goes, turn his microphone off. And Reagan right. <laughs> grabs a microphone, stands up from the table, and said, how dare you? And the crowd goes crazy, and rightfully so. And yeah. that right there was a defining moment where the people were so sick and tired of the weak and ineffective Jimmy Carter. And i got to tell you, folks, if Trump loses and we get Biden, he is an absolute one-term president. Oh, there yeah. is no way. He is exactly like Jimmy Carter. Yep. A bumbling fool is, yep. is what Biden is. And he's yep. shown that to the world repeatedly. Now, if they do, if Trump does agree, to the, to, and he has said so far he's not, but if he does agree to the new rules, I don't think it's going to matter. Biden no. cannot hold a cohesive two-minute thought. And I think that's where Trump actually made a mistake during the debate. Let Biden be his own worst enemy. Let him finish. Because he, he can't keep two minutes. He can keep about 14 to 30 seconds of a coherent I, thought. Maybe I absolutely a minute. Agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. It's not in his nature. That's no, why I know. He can't do it. It's, it's not he in his nature. And, and nor did we support him for that, right? right it's like right. saying, oh, he shouldn't tweet. He should. Yeah. You know what? I don't want Mitt Romney. I don't want John McCain. And I think that the base of Donald Trump Trump doesn't want McCain or Romney either, right? So let him go. Let him go. But that's that's you know you don't you don't buy a racehorse to sit in a barn. Right. You buy a racehorse to run. But I think you let him <laughs> blow himself up and make stupid statements because what happens is when he did do that in a couple of cases where Biden actually got to talk for a full two minutes, yeah. he goes for about a minute. And then he veers off into some left the, field the, somewhere on something that's and and actually uh, what's his name there uh, uh, the moderator had to bring him back a couple of times. Well, we're not actually talking about that yet. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe, over here, oh, back hey. over here, over here, <laughs> Joe, Joe, over here, Joe, yeah, the, over the here. Prob- <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the, over the big here. problem. The big problem Trump's going to have though is most of the time he's going to be debating two people, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, no that, and that is really truly why he's going to have to go on the attack and continue Absolutely. to do that. No he's doubt. going to be. Yes, is Biden incompetent? Well, Wallace will fill in for. Him, right, yeah, he'll, exactly. he'll debate him. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I don't. I, I'm just. I, I'm. I loved it, man. I loved every second of it. 
Uh, I'm a free market capitalist, a conservative. I don't like socialism, and I yeah. love the fact that this guy was willing to step up, and he was so passionate and angry about the yeah. fact that that Joe's a lying dirtbag. Oh my bag, God, yeah, no and, doubt. And we need to we need to stop it. That's what, right. that's what I felt from him. Absolutely. All right, we got a whole other hour to go. Now, in the next hour, we're going to talk more debates. We got more clips to play, but we are going to shift a little bit of gears and talk about Mark Poland cars and Governor Cuomo in New York. If you haven't heard. This answer from this question from this radio talk show host, folks, on a, I sw- get a barf bag ready because you, you're going to throw up. I'm telling you, do yeah. not turn the dial. We will play that in the first segment coming up on the other side of the break. And if for you those need of us, you, go ahead. sorry, for those of you out in Rochester, you, you know we're talking Erie County. It bleeds into you guys too. Well, right? I, I go, yeah. we go back and forth to our Rochester office. Well, they got a you got a mayor yeah. out there. You know, yeah, you, <laughs> you, know. Know. you know, you know, you know, you know. Struggle right. is real. It's struggle is real. All right, eight three three Fin guys, uh, thefinancialguys.com. Stay tuned. A whole other hour to go. You got Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas on the Financial Guys Radio Network. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The Financial Guys and Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. To heed the timeless advice from Teddy Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. I promise you, the president has a big stick. And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got hairy legs, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, and thank you, Chancellor, or Dr. Paper. Because I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back, everybody. You've got the Financial Guys here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. I'm Glenn Wiggle here with Mike Lomas, and we are the Financial Guys, of course. And uh, this is the place where money meets politics. We're going to talk a little bit more money this segment as well. We, we did answer a, uh, a question in the last hour, and a, a good question. And we're getting a lot from a lot of people, and that is, you know, what happens if Biden wins? What do I do with my portfolio? I'm concerned. I'm nervous. Yeah, don't and, play that uh, trade, folks. Do yeah. not play that. But let, people let made a big mistake this. the last time around with Hillary and, yeah. and getting the cash and missing a big part of the well, upper And Obama, rally, so. too, right? And Obama, yeah. too. What, what, one yep. thing you've got to remember, right? If Joe Biden wins, and, and this is a really easy one to figure out, corporate America will be smarter than him, right? Now, I know what you're saying. You know, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a good chance that my Chawini that we just bought might be smarter <laughs> than Joe Biden. However, corporate America, I assure you, will figure a way around Joe Biden. And again, the economy can be very different than the stock market. Economy under Obama, first time we had a president went eight years without one year exceeding a 3% growth rate. Uh, that you know, pretty pretty tough to do coming off the bottom of the worst recession since the Great Depression. But they accomplished that. Did it mean the stock market did bad? No. Certain sectors will lead the market higher. You just got to figure out which ones they are. Yeah, no doubt about it. So stay diversified. That's important. Obviously, it gives the opportunity to rebalance. And you know, I see people make the mistake of chasing markets and and, and packing in the one mm-hmm. asset class, and then of course that turns around and goes the other way, and then. 
Bam. There you go. So yep. anyway, if you, got, if you need us, use us as a resource, 833-FINGUYS or thefinancialguys.com. Before we play the Cuomo clips, let's talk about Dirtbag Mark Polling. Oh, my, my. And, uh, and He's you know, unreal, for, the, for those man. of you, that, by the way, call the office during the week and go, you shouldn't be calling people dirtbags. Let no. me get this. He's Let me a dirtbag. No He's doubt a about dirt it. Bag. A dirtbag. Dirtbag. I mean, putting all kinds of family businesses out of business. Decades. Mm -hmm. And there's, by the way, we're just seeing the tip of this, folks. Some of these oh, uh, restaurants, yeah. some of these service-oriented companies got PPP money, which lasted them through a quarter or so. The next quarter is what's going to be the real struggle. And the struggle is real because the mainstream media continues to lie about COVID, which is they're not telling anybody that there's a 99% survival rate, right? You, you, these folks still think that 25% of the population died of COVID or 9% mm -hmm. died yeah, of COVID. Yeah, 25% right? of the population. Population believes nine percent death yeah. rates. So, yeah, so and they're still believing it because the mainstream media is still <clears throat> telling. Oh my God, the president got the flu. But the thing Wait, is, did, they does the president know he's got the flu? But they no. don't believe it. No. The thing is, Mark Polonkars, if look, no, he doesn't. I for, he does I, not. He's, so he's pictured getting Spot a picture on. with the at the golf tournament, and he says, yeah. "Well, you know what? It's my bad. I was I made a mistake. I should. I'm sorry for, about going that. forward. I'm going to keep this mask in my pocket, so I never <laughs> make it. So I, I guess know. all other 16 people in that photo also made the same mistake, Mark. Well, is that you know true, what? or is it the fact that when no one's looking, Mark, yes. and you think the cameras are off, that you're leading your normal life just like the rest of us would like to lead our normal? Lives. That's right. But That's the thing right. with liberalism, see, is that it's never about you controlling your own behavior. Liberalism is all about controlling other people's behavior. And that's what bothers me the most. And that's why people like Mark Polonkars deserve the, the branding of dirtbag. If you yep. disagree with that, turn the channel. I'm sorry. But when you put people out of business, when you take away their liquor license, when you shut down their golf club at Arrow, uh, a golf yeah. club, because they dared to defy the state. And Mark, you're yeah, part they, of that too, buddy. They took their liquor license. You, you took know, their you, liquor license. I can't even imagine what it costs to open a golf club like that. Right. I can't, a banquet facility like, like that. They took this guy's liquor license, destroyed are, his business as this right. dirtbag is out with his buddies at that's a right. golf course. This is Spitzer-like, where, Spitzer where he's, where he's yes. arresting people for prostitution yes. as he's hiring one on the other line. This is, I mean, that's exactly what this is. Absolutely. And by the way, Polink, Mark, you've done more damage than Spitzer. You've right. done more damage than Spitzer. I, yep. mean, I think he rounded up just a few prostitutes. Yep. You crushed a whole bunch of industries. That's right. Oh, I, if, if I was telling everybody that this flu is going to kill you, you're going to kill grandma, I, and, and I shut down all these businesses, I'd be sleeping with a mask. Yeah. I, literally. Right. It would be I'd have tinfoil right. wrapped around my goddamn head. Right. That's how that's you'd how. Like, you'd be like Joe Biden with the biggest yeah. mask ever, right? The yeah. big giant mask. It would mask. be everywhere. Yeah. I right. would be mortified right yep. now. You should step down, and people should yes, be demanding. Demanding that Erie County open up. This should be, that should have been it. I don't know what you Republicans and you conservatives are waiting for, yep. but you're being fooled. You're yep. being fooled. They're lying to you. They're telling you to wear a mask. They're shutting your restaurant down. They're going in a neat restaurant with, with guns. And then he's out partying with his buddies. And by the way, Glenn, he got caught again. He got yep. caught again this week, hanging out in the backyard, not social distancing with his friends. He, they're, they're using you guys. Figure it out. Yep. Wake up. Let me play this little, this little montage that we put together because I think this really sums it up well. This is uh, yeah. this is actually produced by our financial guys marketing team. Yeah. Uh, this is on. This is actually pinned to our Twitter feed at FinGuys. Um, but this is, I mean, again, 
if if it was if he was that serious, if it was just a mistake. All sixteen people made but the mistake. You don't. He's out there golfing, folks. I want to. We just got a letter from a friend of ours. Mistake when you no, tell you people don't. that this flu is going to kill crap. you, Mike. This flu is going to kill you. This flu is so deadly that we cannot even walk from right. the beginning of a true, restaurant to our table. Right. If that was it's true, so deadly. Then then Nancy Pelosi would never have gone to a hair salon. Yeah. He would never have gone out golfing. But right. here's what I wanted to say, and that is, I just got a letter from a good friend of ours. We're very sad to inform you that we're unable to have you at our wedding. This year, because we can only have fifty people. It's st- <laughs> you're st- honest to God, folks. You're right. still. This is people's life events. Yep. A wedding yep. to a to a to a, a young couple and their family is yeah. one of the most important life events. Okay, yep. that's a really important life event. I can only have fifty people. You're destroying people. Well, you're out golfing, Mark. Yep. You're out golfing. So that's what makes people angry, Mark. That's what makes me angry. Yeah. You have you can't you've denied people access to their loved one in nursing homes. Yep. You you have decided that they you know you can't have. Have a funeral. Now, I know it's not just you. It's Governor Cuomo. But you're supporting Governor Cuomo, mm-hmm. Mark. And the fact that you're out there as a hypocrite. Well, we don't wear masks when we golf. Let me play this clip. Because <laughs> this minutes. is He goes, 10 no, minutes. 10 minutes. Ten we minutes. have a 10-minute rule. The, the really? CDC, I don't remember ever hearing this. But the, new, the rule. new rule is you can hang out with folks for 10 minutes. Now, I've been in, I think, almost every restaurant in Western it's New York. And walk. never once did it take me more than 30 seconds to get right. to my table. Right. Maybe a minute if I was to stop and socialize, right. which I can't do now, right? It doesn't take 10 minutes, Mark, to walk from the front to the end. And don't tell me it's no big deal to wear a mask in a, in a restaurant. Ask the restaurant owners because they're starving. Don't tell me it's not a big deal to open up a restaurant at 50 or 30% capacity because they're starving. They're going out of business, yep. Mark. The banquet halls are going out of business. Yep. All right, Let me let's play, play this the video. This is, this is just priceless. This but is don't forget we got Brad Ferracci in here. We'll talk Medicare before the break. Yep, for sure. Hi, it's Erie County Executive Mark Polencars with an important message for the members of our community. We've all worked very hard these last few weeks to contain the spread of the coronavirus and to keep the COVID-19 cases down. We have heard a lot of times over the last few months from Erie County Executive Mark Polencars how important it is to wear a mask. And he's very publicly blasted people who don't do it. So that is why there is so much frustration over this picture posted by the South Park Golf Club over the weekend showing the county executive and a big group crowded together, no masks. When I golf and when other golfers golf, we don't wear masks. No. You're no. safely socially distant. Gyms didn't look at Many of them throughout western New York opened their doors for the first time in months this past Monday. But now the Erie County Executive is saying the majority of local facilities just did not follow all the rules in doing so. What's going to happen is if you don't request the inspection and we know about your place, our inspectors are going to come down and shut you down. But shut again, you this down. lingering image on Saturday from a county leader who was called out others for not wearing a mask, including the county controller, Stefan Mihailu, who pulling cars threatened a bar from the Rath building when he caught video images of Mihailu not masking in an elevator. If him and his buddies want to eat communal food and crack open a beer and be in close quarters with one another, they're adults, they make that choice. So we just grab the chairs and we sit around in the circle and sit there and have a drink and talk <laughs> safely. In a circle. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I take issue with the hypocrisy of his position. Uh, his health department is shutting down businesses for the same type of violations. That just goes to show that anyone can make a mistake. I made a mistake. Oh. I apologized. And uh, I'm going to be carrying masks with me no matter where I go. If, <laughs> so if I forget <laughs> and I don't here. have one, <laughs> I mean, every, we all make mistakes. You, you know, have we a don't. role in preventing the coronavirus from being further spread. 
I ask each and every one of you to stay home as much as possible. Stay home and you will save lives. And together, we will get through this. Unless Thank your you. name's Mark Polenkars, then That's you can right. go out and hang out with your friends and buddies. And That's a how, great video, he, by the way. Share that video. How he lives with himself is disgusting. Go to our share Facebook page and grab that video. We'll <clears throat> yep. post it again for sure. Grab yes. that video. If there's one video you share, yep. it's got to be that one, right? It's, it's pinned share, to our share, Twitter share. feed. It's pinned yep. right to the top of our Twitter feed. So go yep. to Twitter, at FinGuys. It's pinned right there. Or you can go to our YouTube channel. It's there as well. Go to uh, yep. YouTube and look up the Financial Guys channel, and you can find all of our podcasts and yeah. Uh, we'll play more. There's a, there's, a, like that. there's a clip of Marky saying he's going to find you if you're hanging out with your family at a park. Two thousand dollars, right? right? Yep. You're you're being had, folks. Take the masks off. The death rate is very very low with this, lower than the normal flu. And yes, Mike Lomas is following the science. Six percent of two hundred thousand people comes out to twelve thousand people. More people died last year of falling down their basement stairs than they did of COVID. We know right. how to treat it. We found out how to treat it. It's not through ventilators. It's through hydro chloroquine and and by the way it is mutating itself down if you don't believe me start calling frontline covid doctors don't call the doctor who's going to take your ward off call frontline covid doctors to get the real answers no doubt in the next segment we are going to be joined by stefan mahailu who was featured in that video and did receive a warning letter for going to an elevator by himself with no mask on <laughs> I mean, elevator. I don't know how long does an elevator take. Ten minutes? Is <laughs> no. ten minutes okay, Mark? Not, I mean, not in the elevator. Were, I've been. You on. were pictured with a photo. With a, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk to Stefan coming up in the uh, in the next uh, segment here. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, we're okay. going to get to this Como clip. You are not going to want to miss this Como clip, folks. I'm telling you, it's just really unbelievable. Let's take a very short break. We'll come back. Can we to the introduce Brian real fast? Yeah, but let's do it, it on the other side. Let's okay, do it at the beginning right. of the next break because I, gotcha. I think that'll be easier. And then we'll we'll do it that way. We'll try to stay on track. So sounds good. Buddy. All right, you've got the financial guys. Uh, Thefinancialguys.com. If you need us, eight three three fin guys stay tuned a lot more to come here including uh interview with stefan mahailu uh we'll be right back here on the financial guys radio network i will not make age an issue of this campaign i am not going to exploit for political purposes my opponent's youth and inexperience although i've been around for a while i can remember when a hot story broke and the reporters would run in yelling, stop the chisels. But I am aware of my age. When I go in for a physical now, they no longer ask me how old I am. They just carbon date me. You're listening to The Financial Guys, local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the Financial Guys. Come on, Mike Lomas here, live on the Financial Guys Radio Network. <laughs> Not COVID. <laughs> Not COVID. I, no, I'm We're drinking okay. hot tea and it went down the wrong pipe, I swear. <laughs> we wanted to introduce, uh, we got a little bit long in that segment. We are going to get to uh, Stefan Mahailu in just a minute here. But before we do that, I wanted to introduce Brian Faraci, who is the head of our Medicare team. And... As of the 1st of October, you can now share information on Medicare. Not that we're going to do it here on the air, but uh, but there is a lot of new information out there this year with the new plans, right, Brian? Guys, there's been some great changes. Um, yeah, so October 1st, we were able to um, go over the plan changes, and there's been a lot of exciting changes this year. Um, obviously, we can't go over those. Your on life's the air. sort of sad if that's exciting. <laughs> I, I, I do love you. I love you, man. <laughs> but hockey and Medicare. Everybody's turning into an old man around me. Like I got some exciting stuff to We're talk all getting about. Old, Medicare. Man, I'm telling you. I've dedicated my career now to the senior population, so that this kind of stuff excites me when 
I when I hear new plans come out. And a Apparently, lot of Ben Gay changes. came out with a new cream too. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> you fired up over that or not? Just a little bit. <laughs> Anyway, all right, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. We'll be serious. That's now. all right. So Medicare Monday is coming back. Um, October 19th, we're going to have one at our Williamsville location. These are going to be. This is going to be a live session, so people can actually come in the building and see the presentation live. We're going to have one at same day, same time, 6 p.m. at our Rochester location on Winton Place in Rochester. Uh, so we're excited about bringing that back and getting people back in the flow of things of actually coming into a place. Um, we're going to be having Paula's Donuts as a snack for everyone. Ooh. Uh, so that's well, exciting that's a tease. as well. Yeah. Uh, are Paula's Donuts coming out to Rochester too? Uh, no, we're not going to have Paula's in Rochester. It just, I just don't want to cause any riots out there. They've got <laughs> enough problems going on in Rochester. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Exactly. <laughs> no, we'll pr- provide some snacks and refreshments for everyone out there too to attend. All right. So eight. So you got Medicare Monday, all kinds of new plans. I know I, there's... Uh, every year, there's a lot of doctors that change their plans too, right? I mean, that's that happens, right? Where doctors say, and I don't, I'm not an expert. That's why we have you folks. But they'll say, you know, hey, <clears throat> we're not taking this coverage anymore this year, or it's not going to be the same, right? Yeah. So there, there has been some doctor changes as far as networks go. Um, there's been a couple plans that came out that'll give you extensive coverage if you are a snowbird. So though it's something you want to look at too. Um, a lot of people just roll their plan over from year to year and don't even think about it. They don't look at the annual change of benefits or they just mm-hmm. see that the premium hasn't changed. So it's like, okay, we'll just let it roll over. But you know, you have to you have to dig into the nuts and bolts of these plans to realize what's changed. Yeah. So you don't have the shock when you go into the pharmacy and your prescription that yeah. used to be twelve dollars is now forty dollars. Or you go to call your doctor and find out they don't cover you anymore. Or whatever. Exactly. So and and by the way, folks, use an independent expert. You know, AHIP certified. These folks are certified to help you. That's huge. Don't get your information from your friend or your you know brother, or your sister, unless they're AHIP certified. Really, truly, go out and reach out and get an expert. A lot of times, you know, if you don't want to come into the office, you could do a a phone consultation, a Zoom meeting. I mean, there's all kinds of ways. If you're you know, happy, both offices are open in Buffalo and in Rochester. Uh, happy to come in and see you in person. But, you know, spend a few minutes. Make sure you got the right plan. I mean, so many times people say, why do the financial guys have a Medicare division? Because we've seen people pick the wrong plan, and it comes out of their portfolio. Plain and simple, right? We see their money. We see the money trail. And uh, I know the importance of picking the right plan. And I know the importance of spending a little time every, every um, enrollment season, making sure that you're set up for the next year and making sure you know what you're not covered for. That's sometimes more important than what you are covered it's, for. It's almost as important as having a, a financial advisor. We are healthcare planners. We plan for the entire year. We just mm-hmm. don't pick your plan out and say, okay, we'll see you next year. We stay in contact with you. If you have changes, Call us and let us know what's changed before, again, before you go to the pharmacy or your doctor and, and have that shock value. Yep. Uh, Got thanks, it. Brian. 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS, or again, our website, thefinancialguys.com. Got Thank it. you, have sir. Have a great Saturday. Awesome, All right. Brian. Enjoy. All right. We're going to get to Stefan Mahalu here in just a second, so let me uh, get that queued up. Again, if you need us throughout the week, folks, we, again, we do manage money for a living. Not only do we do Medicare, but we also have a wealth department and a fantastic team there as well. And uh, the wealth department has... Um, uh, you know, really 180 years of overall investment experience. So let me uh, let me see if I can get Stefan now. Stefan, do I have you? You sure do. All right, I think we're good. So Stefan, uh, obviously, um, you know, you you were the uh, the 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 target of some of the uh, Apollon cars. Uh, you know, animosity when it comes to wearing masks. You were you were in the wrath building, of course, and he threatened to kick you out. And then lo and behold, 
Wouldn't you know it? We got Mr. Poland cars. I love when he says, well, I, we don't golf and we, we don't wear a mask when we golf. Oh, I got it. <laughs> or hanging out after for beers and hanging out and having pictures. Right. But Stefan, here's what, here's what I need to ask you because this will solve a lot of problems. That elevator ride was over 10 minutes, right? <laughs> in the raft building, sometimes it is actually, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's so sad and pathetic that Mark Poland cars, had county employees pull security footage of the both of us in an elevator. We were six feet apart. The elevator ride couldn't have lasted more than 60 seconds. Yet he's a typical radical extremist on the far left of do as I say and not as I do, where he threatened to have armed security escort me from the building if I'm in the wrath building without a mask. <laughs> Yeah. Are you that deadly, Stefan? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Like a, <laughs> well, some people think so. Black belt. I mean, uh, you know, they got them armed security. Are you? You're a rebel, I guess, right? <laughs> well, think of the Mark Polenkar's rule now. <laughs> he has set the standard of masks are not necessary. Yeah. As long as you're around someone nine minutes and fifty nine seconds or less. So yeah. that means if we go into a restaurant, that's okay, as yeah. long as it's ten minutes or less. If we run and, to the and, store quickly. Yeah, step on, we don't have to you, wear a mask. You you've been in this game for a long time. When did the spineless Republicans step up and say enough is enough? Uh, when when do we as conservatives say, you know what, I'm not wearing my mask anymore? Uh, take a long walk off a short pier. I mean, I look at these COVID numbers and I'm disgusted that nobody is talking about the real numbers. The real numbers are 6% of 200,000 deaths is what people died of COVID, not with COVID, right? This is less deadly than the normal flu at this point, yet we're continuing to shut down restaurants, continuing to shut down banquet facilities, continuing to shut down concerts and sporting events and everything else, yet you know, the leaders, and this is what totally disgusts me, is uh, when I saw that picture of Mark Polenkars, I almost, I almost exploded. I mean, my, my, my head almost exploded. Yeah, I mean, I think people on the extreme left are purposely trying to cripple the economy and damage businesses and turn our country into Venezuela because that means that everyone is reliant on government. Think about this. We're not allowed to go to church. We're not allowed to go into certain businesses. Companies are closing and the, and, and the private sector is collapsing. And I think that's the goal of the left. It's not about our health or our well-being. It's about power and control. And so many businesses that are closing are never going to recover. I mean, even look at the county budget. You know, we're facing an, an 80 plus million dollar deficit because sales tax revenue is collapsing. Hotels are closing. But I think this is a purposeful plan by the extreme left to destroy our country, to destroy the American economy prior to the election. It, it has to be, right? It has to be, right? right. Steph, I mean, you look at this. You, I, I see him with his mask off the other day partying with his buddies. And, and I, uh, again, my head just wants to explode because if this was as deadly as, they, as he has said, right, and that ever, I'm closing your business down, I'm going to – he's actually said that he will fine you $2,000 if he catches you and your family not social distancing at a park – Yet he's out partying with his buddies. If it's his, if it's that deadly, you sleep with a mask. Right. You you don't take the mask off, right? He actually without, said that. He's a liar. He's a liar. He he's actually said that. Liar. If I see you out in a park, you, you you moms with your kids playing, you will be fine. He said that. Uh, think about same, that, folks. What's outrageous to me? And that's and that's the arrogance and the hypocrisy of the extreme left of Mark Polenkar's do as I say, not as I do. Even think of it from a financial perspective. Across New York State, 
uh, political appointees, health commissioners earned $45,000 in overtime. That's for every COVID overtime. That's for every county in New York State. Hmm. Dr. Gail Burstein, the health commissioner, as of this week, $127,341 in overtime. Wow. Isn't she on, Stephane, isn't hold she that on a salary? Hold like, that what, wouldn't that position? Wouldn't, yeah. I'm sorry, wouldn't that position be salaried? Let's talk about that. In yes. Place. Yeah, hold that what thought, guys. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. We've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and we were just uh, chatting over the break with uh, Stefan, and he has not yet heard this upcoming Como clip, so I'm excited for you to hear this for the first time. But before we get to that, we're talking with Stefan Mahailu. He's the Erie County Controller. Uh, you know, we're talking about obviously Mark Poland cars. If you're just tuning in, and the fact that he was completely busted not once now but twice out there, you know, and I love the fact that he goes, well. You know, I, I we don't we don't wear a mask when we golf. Well, guess what, Mark? I don't wear a mask when I shop. I don't wear a mask when I go to the gym. I don't. I mean, he's just so cavalier about it. like, yeah, we don't wear a mask when we golf. Oh, okay, so it's okay for you. I just simply forgot when I took this picture with my sixteen buddies. My sixteen buddies also all forgot coincidentally as well. It's so disingenuous it makes you sick, and it's just frustrating. But you, before the stuff on, before the break stuff on, you were going through the numbers, and I think that's important people understand. And, Mike, you were just about to allude to, and I think I want to get right back on that topic. I think you nailed it. When you're paid a salary, normally you work overtime when the overtime is required, and you yeah, don't bill like for a, it. Like, Let's start like during there. a pandemic, yeah. which, by the way, the CDC ended two months ago. Let's start there. Well, I mean, my office, my managerial confidential employees – um, have been working literally hundreds of extra hours per week on COVID-related fiscal issues. You know how much I've paid them in overtime? Zero. But Erie County, we reached a, a very sad benchmark this week that we've now paid over a million dollars in overtime and holiday pay for COVID-related expenses for county employees. And the highest is the health commissioner, $127,341 in overtime. And to put that in perspective, it's more than the base salary of 99.5% of all county employees, all but 22 of the county's 4,743 employees. And here's a, here's let me add to that, by the way, because we've called her a million times to try to get her on the radio, and she will not come on and, and face the taxpayers and defend herself. And I'll tell you, that's how I know you're wrong. Right. Because if that was me, I would say I'm calling into the show this week and I'm going to defend myself. And here's what's going on. They refuse to do that. Right. Hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. He's got, by the way, Mark's got an 80, what, 83 billion dollar uh, budget gap now. So how does that he said he's going to balance the budget? Huh? So are we cutting the size of government or are we going to increase taxes radically here in Erie County over the next few years to try to fill that gap. But, you know, my guess would be he's going to increase taxes. But And let me tell you what I've done. I mean, in getting back to COVID spending, the, the county has spent $139,000 on food for county employees, pizza, wings, things of that nature. But in my office, I have uh, about 32 employees in my office, and I've submitted a budget to the county executive and legislature that eliminates eight positions. So I have proposed, I'm putting, you know, my money where my mouth is. I've basically proposed a 25% reduction in positions in my office to lead by example. We'll see if the rest of county government does the same. 
Yeah, that's a shame. My but, guess is I, I, it's a, sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, the, the tough part is when, when you go into tough times, you, you need to run a government like a business, a government agency like a business, and you've got to cut back. and You've got to figure out where the waste is. You've got to run lean because there's no money left. You know, that's the problem with socialism, by the way, is eventually you run out of other people's money. And New York State is there. We are there, folks. It's over. <laughs> we don't yeah. have any more money. Totally broke. Yeah, no doubt. I, so I people was, have, sorry, I was just saying, say, I was, I've been saying this for a while now. Remember who, what they start to cut and who they kept paying. Because I think that's the key, right? We paid a lot of overtime to inspectors and health commissioners and you know people like that, and um, you know what we're what we're going to probably end up cutting. I would guess, thank you. What we're going to probably end up cutting is um, is going to be police. Oh, it's going to be parks. Officers. It's going to be teachers. Yeah, teachers. Exactly. It's going to be the yeah. things that we care about the most um, that uh, that they're going to start to cut. Because as usual, just like the old Giambra days, it's going to be about how much pain can we inflict. Uh, you know, to, to folks. And, and that's, that's really a shame, but that's the way that they roll, unfortunately. So I just could remind everybody again, remember who they kept paying. Remember who got the extra payments, you know, got the overtime and who stayed on payroll when they start cutting your favorite teacher and your firefighters, because they will trust me, sadly. Hey, uh, step on. Can we play that? Let's play the Cuomo video for him. Let's play Do we have a, I don't know. We can't play the whole clip, but let's play some of it. Give me one second here. Let me just get it all set up here. It's going to take right. me just a minute to get it queued. So, so Stefan, yeah. where do we go from here? I mean, uh, you know, obviously you guys have an open spat going and he's been, you know, do, do we keep the pressure on him somehow? And how do we do that? Because honestly, I'm, I don't want to let him get away with, Oh, my mistake. It was an apology. Yeah. I'm, I've apologized. Now let's move on. I mean, I'm seriously considering hiring a private investigator. Just, just follow him around and take, you know, photographs oh, with a high Howard Lentz. I'm dead serious. And we want to we want to open the economy, right? That's what we want. That's we right. want we want to do what him and his friends did, which was go back to living our lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't begrudge him or blame him for drinking with his buddies. No, not at all. Containers and having communal I, food. That's great. For sure. That's what everyone should be doing. And I think there's the outrage here where there's a different set of rules for liberal hypocrite Mark Poland cars and then a totally another set of rules for the entire private sector and the entire tax paying public across Erie County where Businesses are being forced to close. They are shutting down businesses for not wearing masks. They are citing businesses with health inspectors for not wearing masks. But uh, arrogant, hypocritical King Poland cars can golf with his buddies, drink booze, and not wear masks, and that's perfectly fine. And that's where the hypocrisy really angers taxpayers, myself included, where there's a a different – you know, masks for thee but not for me. And it's a different set of rules – the, the 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 damage that has been done here too. I mean, you're not talking about some little mistake that you know. Oh, I you know I said you couldn't step on the on the blue button and you know or, or you know play chess or something. I mean, you're talking about billions of dollars, billions of dollars that they've absolutely destroyed based on telling people they need to wear a mask. And the worst part about it is these business owners, it was out of their control, right? So what about the what about the South Park Golf Club or wherever they were playing golf at, right? Uh, where, what, what about that golf course? Did they get fined because Mark Polencars wasn't wearing a mask? Because I can tell you what, we've shut down 30-something restaurants here, not because the restaurants weren't or owners weren't wearing masks, because somebody walked in without a mask. Somebody like Mark Polencars, right? If I'm Mark... I'm going back to every one of those restaurants. I'm stopping in and I'm saying sorry. And I'm saying, here's your here's your liquor license back. Let's please open, right? Exactly. Uh, but but not, none of these dirtbags will do it. It's never their fault. Well, I, I had 10 minutes. I, come on. It's your ridiculous. Well, think about how, how crazy it is that he actually had county employees on the public payroll 
scroll through hours of security footage mm -hmm. to show the media of an elevator ride that he and I took safely socially distanced, safely six feet apart without me wearing a mask, and then blasted yours truly all over local media when the hypocrite and an arrogant county executive did the same exact thing with 20 of his buddies at South Park Golf Course. Yeah, they, they walked into a neat restaurant on Transit Road and demanded the video footage to go back and see if anybody came in without a mask so they could shut them down. And that is disgusting. Just, I don't care if you're a Democrat, a Republican, you're tall, short, absolutely disgusting. Everybody should demand Erie County open today. No doubt. All right, let me see if this clip will play right. I uh, and I'm hoping everyone can hear it at the same time. This this is a, just a little snippet, and I'll go back and I'll find the full the YouTube clip, uh, and I'll, I'll play a little more of it. But this is just a starting point of you know Como basically talking about the fact that it never happened. Stefan, are you ready for this? This the the I'm ready. the question from the audience or from the uh, radio host was, you know, do you think do you feel like there's any responsibility that 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 you have for your nursing home policies? This is just one segment of it. There's more uh, to this interview, but just just to get your reaction from, you know, this this little clip here. And we never needed nursing home beds because we always had hospital beds. So it just never happened in New York where we needed to say to a nursing home, we need you to take this person even though they're COVID positive. It never happened. We had extra beds. We had extra beds at Javits. We had extra beds at uh, emergency hospitals that we put up all across the state. So it just never happened that we needed a nursing home to take a COVID positive person. Never That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. But we have we have the letter signed by him saying we are forcing these people back. You're going to take them. What's even better, Glenn, is that they've said, uh, remember the freezers of all the bodies and how these frontline workers were heroes and we were overwhelmed. Now we said we have plenty of beds. What was the problem? Yeah. We have plenty of beds. Never happened, Stefan. Yeah. The, the whole thing never happened. No. Well, when when the Secretary of Health and Human Services came to Buffalo, I personally handed him a letter asking for a federal investigation of the nursing home deaths. Alex Azar, I personally handed him that letter saying, please, we need a federal investigation of all of the nursing home deaths in New York State and why seniors stricken with COVID were forced by the governor and forced by New York State to go into nursing homes with healthy seniors, which was a death sentence for the most vulnerable of our population. I mean, he might as well go out and say, no, I didn't try to take any ventilators in Erie County. We didn't try to do that. <laughs> he will. He did he say will. that, I think. That never happened. It, it, never it, happened. It, 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 he just, he lies and he gets away with it. Thanks again, Stefan. Really do appreciate it. Take care. Have a great weekend, buddy. We'll catch up with you next week. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
All right, we're going to switch gears here and uh, pick up with uh, Jim Ostrowski. Thank you so much for giving us a call, Jim. We wanted to uh, have an opportunity. We were talking with Stefan. I'm not sure if you uh, how much of that you caught, but we're just catching up with Stefan a little bit and uh, going through some of the some of the uh, these reaction to uh, Governor Cuomo, and I'm going to ask you for the same reaction in a second. But I wanted to first, Jim, get an update on the lawsuit and kind of tell everybody what we're doing again and uh, where we're at with it, and then we'll get to uh, we'll get your reaction to Cuomo's uh, re- uh, comments this week as well. Uh, sure. So just uh, two days ago, we we filed what's really our final submission before the judge rules on our motion for an injunction in the uh, governor's motion to dismiss. And basically what we did is we wanted to update some of the stats because things are rapidly changing. And most significantly, we got an affidavit from Donald uh, Luskin, who's from uh, Trend Macro on Wall Street. His firm did a study, which I read about in the Wall Street Journal, that that tracked um, COVID cases and uh, social distancing as measured by cell phone data, which is really reliable because there's no bias involved. It's just technology. And he found uh, that uh, the there's no correlation between social distancing and, and COVID spread. Uh, that might be contrary to common sense, but that's what he found. So we we contacted him. He agreed to put in an affidavit, and we, we did file that, and then we filed kind of a legal brief, but mainly with just some additional um, facts concerning. And what, what I did is I informed the court that when you look at states which, uh, which uh, locked down, there's no particular evidence that the lockdown was effective. And what I did is I took the uh, density of population. So, for example, New York is second in deaths per million, but it's only seventh in density. So it actually uh, outperformed in deaths mm-hmm. in spite of the lockdown. Then I, we talked about the uh, several of the foreign countries that did not have a lockdown, and some of them are very densely populated, like like Japan, Korea, uh, South Korea, and uh, Taiwan, and showed that that they uh, did not have uh, serious problems. We also put in a study by the Morgan Bank that showed that after uh, various countries ended the lockdown, the rate of infection went down. So. The bottom line is we there's no factual basis for the lockdown. It's just based on wishful thinking, as you know, as it was true with many progressive left uh, programs. So uh, we filed that. They they do get a chance to respond uh, by October 17th. <laughs> excuse me, and then the uh, the court will issue a ruling. Hey Jim, my my understanding now now we've already filed and we're supporting you in your efforts to do this and we appreciate yes. everything you're doing. But um, I I sent you that uh, um, notice the other day. I forget it was the New York Times maybe that he's that Andrew's actually hiding from the lawsuits that are coming in now. Right? That's not going to change what yeah. we're doing. I no, um, he did that in our case too. We actually went to Albany and sent in a process server, and I was there and uh into the capitol and the the guard said well we have no way to contact the governor's office and i was thinking to myself what if there was like a fire in the yeah exactly <laughs> what do you mean you have no way to contact the governor that can't be true <laughs> no it, 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 it's Fine. obviously not true and and um of course uh our options were limited. We could chase the guy around public place, which would be fun PR. But uh, really, all I did was I said, okay, well, 
I read a motion to the court saying, well, let me serve him by express mail. I mean, you know, this is 2020. I mean, the guy can get mail. And we worked it out. They ultimately caved, and, and the attorney general in Rochester agreed to <laughs> accept papers. But he is, <laughs> he, he really isn't making himself available to uh, easily to be served. Well, uh, why would he? I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, he wants to avoid, and he thinks he's above everything. I mean, he, he, now he, he's got the legislature now, right? He's been given all the yeah. legislative powers of the state. They've ceded that to the, to the executive branch. And now he's trying to basically just overrun the, the, the judicial branch. This is exactly what Hugo Chavez did. I, I just want to make yes, sure everybody yeah. understands this. In, in Venezuela, the first thing that Hugo Chavez did was suspend the legislature and grant the powers of lawmaking to himself. Como's already done right. that. Check off the box. The next thing he did was he packed the courts with his own allies and fired all the judges that uh, that didn't agree with him, and he basically locked up the courts. That was step number two. Yep. And then, uh, and then of course, now they're eating their pets and losing 19 pounds on average per year. That's what Como's done in this state, right? It's exactly yep. what he's done. It's unreal. Well, he's already he's already appointed all the appellate judges right. in the state. Excuse me. So I mean, he he's really kind of pretty much the dictator of uh, the arc, and he's. Uh, you know, judging from the economy, judging from the collapse of, uh, you know, numerous neighborhoods that have been the victim of, of riots and so on, he's, he's not doing a very good job. They, you know, the reporters that are all in Manhattan. They won't even show you video of what Manhattan looks like. No, right. No. It's a big, it, they, they walk by it on the way to work. But, but it's not yep. on TV if, if you no. have to look at videos on YouTube. Well, and Antifa yeah. doesn't exist. It's just a thought, Jim. No. Let me play this clip. <laughs> I, I want to play this last segment from Governor Cuomo's recent interview. Did you catch this this week where he was uh, – I'm, he, he, I'm not sure about the Okay. So he just flat out, they ask him a question about, you know, do you feel any responsibility for the deaths in this state being the highest in the country, especially when it comes to nursing homes? And he goes on to talk about the fact that it, that didn't exist. That's a myth. We have the lowest in the country. You, what are you talking about? It's really just just breathtaking. Let me just play a piece of this and get your reaction. Sure, sure. Whoops, what happened? Uh-oh. Wait a minute now. What happened there? How did I do that? Somehow I messed that up. Hey, Kelsey's going to help me. Hang on a sec. <laughs> sure. I've got assistance here in the studio helping me today, so let's see if we can get this right. Here we go. I got it now. There we go. Thank you. There we go. The point of the two rules was if hospitals became overwhelmed, which was a real possibility, if not probability early on, uh, that we'd have to discharge people from hospitals and they'd have to go back to nursing homes. And that's why the anticipatory rule was you can't discriminate against a COVID positive person, but you'd have to be able to take care of them without infecting other people. And if you can't do that, you can't accept them. That situation never came to be in New York State because we flattened the curve so effectively. So I'll, this is an eight-minute clip, Jim, and just for the sake of time, yeah. I don't have the time to play it all, but basically what he's saying throughout this whole eight minutes is the idea that we forced nursing homes to take COVID-positive patients is never not happened. true. It never happened. We never needed to do that, and we didn't clean up. And then he goes on to say, we're ranked 46th in the country, which means that we're better than 45 other states when, the, when, when, it looks, when you look at the percentage of people that died in nursing homes versus those that, that died in total. It's, so, it's some states had unbelievable. Some states had 25 people died in nursing homes. 25. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, 
I, I, I'm not conversant with all the facts there. I think he's probably, uh, you know, being like a Philadelphia lawyer there. But um, all I know is that New York is second in the country in deaths per million. Uh, so that's not a good performance. And everybody talks about Sweden. Uh, New York is like uh, 17.08 per million and Sweden is like 600 in, in, in something like that. So Sweden actually, and if you look at Sweden's current numbers, virtually no death rate at all there. It's they're, they're over it and they, they yeah. never put their society through this kind of trauma. Yep. So uh, there, there's no data backing up the governor uh, whatsoever. And he just flat is out lied. Part? I mean, he just flat out lied. We got about a minute and a half left here, Mike. Hey Jim, real quickly, what what is our uh, what is our time frame? Do you think with this? And you know, I know there's a lot of people hoping that that we. Yeah. Win. Well, everything is submitted uh, on October 17th, um, and then it's up to the judge to issue a ruling. The judge has had the, most of the papers for quite some time, so I'm. He probably has a, a good idea what he's going to do, and then we'll get that decision. I'm hoping late October, early November, and then if we if we lose, we're going right to the uh, Second Circuit. Now there's five Trump judges on the circuit, uh, maybe one or two more coming up, and so uh, we're we're optimistic of, of getting a, a good uh, result there, whether whether we win or lose. Because if we win, they're going to appeal. So we're, we're going to the Second Circuit, regardless, down in New York City. All right. All right well, well thank you, Jim. Fight. Keep up the good work. Yeah, we're going to keep fighting until we support, win. Thanks guys. I really, really appreciate it. All right. Take care, Jim. Thanks, thanks everybody. We are going to continue to fight this fight until we win. It's just the way that it is. Or we lose. I mean, I guess if we lose, we lose, right? But unfortunately, I think if we lose, everybody in New York State loses. And that's what we're fighting for, folks, is to get this state open again. Open. Get some level of normality. Kids are back yeah. to school in Florida. They're not dropping left and right and, and you know, uh, uh, in center, okay? Uh, yeah. Sweden, as he just echoed, mentions, they never locked down. They don't have a mask mandate. They protected the vulnerable. Kids are in school. We're not doing psychological damage, and they haven't destroyed their economy. Think yep. about that, folks. Yep. We need to make some changes. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS, 833-FIN-GUYS, or, of course, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. I wish we had more time today. And, uh, well, don't forget we got the podcast coming up on Tuesday. So we'll just continue on on the podcast, and we will absolutely be playing probably the entire eight-minute Como clip. We will for sure post that to our social media pages. Please share that with your friends. We'll be ripping that audio today to make sure it's not gone. But share that with your friends. Get it out there. And uh, and, and and we certainly appreciate it. Again, if you just throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS uh, or locally, 633-1515 or thefinancialguys.com. Take care.